listening to the Fistful of Popcorn podcast. Are we saying like Ichi Nissan? No, I said Ichi. I said like three, two, Ichi. Like Ichi's one. Oh. Hey, I'll be Sandy Ichi. Oh, there we go. We got the anime head yeah. out here. Perfect. Uh, Konnichiwa. I mean, I, I, took, I took two years of Japanese. For real? Away. Damn. Yeah. I did not know that. What the fuck? Oh, wait, wait. I, I've been trying. So, eighth grade and tenth grade. So, I was bad because. Oh, yeah. I guess it's a little. I skipped a year. I guess it's a little bit too early to kind of like eighth grade. I feel like that's like a fuck off year. But I skipped a year and I think that was the worst part. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I couldn't retain it. It's so many written languages. I, uh. I kind of understand a lot. I've been learning like the characters on, uh. Duolingo, so I know what the N is, I know what the uh, B, yeah, like S, the or yeah, like all the characters, yeah. Sassy, su, say, so. Yeah, it's like kind of like... And then when it's got the squiggle lines, it's yeah, Z. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I, that's what I've been learning. I haven't been learning the phrases yet, just the characters. But konnichiwa, everyone. If you haven't guessed, we're, lo- we're, lo- we're talking about a Japanese movie again. Yes, sir. Correct. I'm your podcast host, Trevor. Oh fuck! What am I, Trevor the the video dog? Oh, oh no! And I'm here. I'm, I'm here with my co. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here with my co-host. Yeah. Oh yeah. man! I'll, I guess I'm Evan the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Kent the boom operator. Did somebody say boom? <laughs> we got a whole production here. Uh, yeah, this is the Fistful Popcorn production. We have uh, changed careers in the new year, and we're doing something that should probably get us in jail for life. So uh, <laughs> if you want to know what we're doing, just keep following along, and we'll get to that. But uh, we're talking about Dead or Alive, the Takashi Miike. You may know his name. He uh, directed all our first uh, episode with Kent, which was mm-hmm. Ichi the Killer. Our second episode in the podcast. Go back, listen to that, and uh, we're here for more yep. Mikay Madness. Yep. It's it's a little segment we call Mikay Madness, yep. actually. Mikay Madness Ooh, week. Mikay Madness. Madness. We'll, we'll keep bringing him okay. back. He directed like twenty six movies between nineteen ninety eight and two thousand one. So, uh, wow. yeah, he's got quite the filmography and the. Dang. He's deli- he's always delivering. So he was living, breathing film. He was. Jeez. Yeah. And, I mean, we'll get to it, but Dead or Alive, quite the astonishing picture right here for a low-budget, kind of direct-to-video Japanese action film. Uh, if you know Mike's style, it's crazy, wild, uh, and badly crazy, yeah. Yeah, but it's yep. super hype and, like, super rapid pace, just in your face. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, th- I think we should do, like, our first initial impressions first. I've seen this before. I'm a big fan. Uh this movie is fucking sick. Uh, Evan Kent, what do you guys think? Yeah, I like the uh, just the, the the flip from you know of like genre style um, from each of the killer, but this is more like you know detective noir kind of vibe going on. Big fan of it, and uh, I don't know, not not as much gore as each of the killer, but no, no, but still definitely yeah. an no, 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 but it's still absolutely a effing uh, trigger definitely, warning by definitely. all means. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. If, 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 you, if you know Mike, you know uh, this is not your average movie. Uh, my girlfriend yeah, did not watch this movie with me this time, so uh, if that says uh, anything, uh, yeah, 
this is if you're if you're not if you're easily offended and easily like turned off by gore and craziness uh maybe don't watch dead or alive but for for all the freaks out there yeah this is this is this is up there for you know freak freak friendly yep absolutely um yeah that movie was nuts man it was really um interesting but I definitely see now that I've seen two of his films now, it's like, okay, I see your vibe here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was super dope. Like it was just like rapid pace, felt like a comic book, felt like a like a like it felt like a character. It felt like Japanese heat, like on crack. Like it was so crazy. Like it was oh, but yeah. it was fun. Yeah. So I Do you have it. any like uh, anime or manga that you would compare this to? And as a resident the resident manga anime head in the podcast. Yeah, um I don't, you know, nothing I'm nothing that I've seen that I can like pinpoint it on, but like the whole thing definitely has the uh like that whole aesthetic to it a little bit like just like the broodiness of like certain characters mm. and like how they're just so like animated like they don't even act human they act mm-hmm. like caricatures yeah. of these people especially like my man like the uh greaser dude like uh, ricky tacker his his name his yeah, name yeah, in the movie um, is ryu right ryu yeah ryuchi ryu yeah, yeah. ryuichi and then yeah because yeah he yep. had his brother toji yeah that dude the way he looked at toji i was just like dude Mm -hmm. like (laughs) it's so funny it just feels like it's a comic like a still of just like a panel of the comic book where he's just staring at him these corny the all-timer ending of this film which will get you nowhere uh that is (laughs) yeah that's that's straight out of comic books too the third act honestly like up to the car scene and then just from that point on the whole thing just feels like a comic book like it's so ramped up mm-hmm. but and it's like just like a very aggressively like it ble- ooze, oozes testosterone okay. like insane i bonkers. mean the opening five first Bad five minutes of the movie like, is like an adrenaline rush it's like yeah it's yeah for real so it's like that but uh yeah this is uh as, as i mentioned previously takashi mike and this is actually mark's uh so rike takuchi uh who plays ryu and showa akia or aikawa uh, who plays jojima those are like the two main characters they're like the protagonist antagonist even though the lines are kind of bored mm-hmm. at certain points uh those two are really big japanese uh direct-to-video like stars like they were huge in that scene so this mm-hmm. is marks the first time they were like facing off against each other in film so it's kind of a big deal for like japanese audiences to see these two like in the same movie it's badass that's some great lore that's yeah. fire that's so sick it's like oh yeah they're finally facing yeah. off this is their like this, this is, the is their, like i don't know this is like speaking speaking NFL terms like type like Mahomes versus Brady or oh, some yeah. shit like mm-hmm. it's like oh shit but uh yeah enough uh talking about just the movie itself let's get into the plot here uh there's quite yeah, a bit well, going on oh yeah even though the essential story is pretty simple but uh yeah. right off the bat dope intro insane intro i love the opening countdown to the so main characters kind of like one two three four boom one 
And then five straight minutes of cocaine, strippers, gang assassinations, the streets of Tokyo, and aggressive noodle eating. (laughs) Aggressive noodle eating. I wanted to be him. He's fucking that shit up. (laughs) Well, besides besides the ending, but yeah, I'd I'd go crazy for some ramen like that. Yeah. Uh, but man, it it looks crazy. It's crazy. I mean, nineteen ninety nine Japan. Like imagine getting a time machine going back to there. Like it 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 just looks so sick. Besides the insanity. The fashion is crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the fashion is so cool. And just, like, the two, like, pre, like, self, like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, like, very, like, it's just a whole different vibe than how it is now with, like, the, the like, it's, it's less high def, I will say, it's, mm-hmm. if, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And this film looks beautiful, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's surprising for, like, a direct-to-video, like, type of movie that this looks so incredible. Like, it, in the amount of output he was putting in, like, it shows how much care he puts in. I was actually thinking that, too. Like, right, I don't know if it was right during this, you know, six-minute montage or, like, just in the middle of the movie, but I really liked how, like, whatever definition the movie was in, I really liked that look to it. Yeah, it was shot on video. Okay. I think I'm 90% yeah. sure it was shot on video and it all, all those like Asian films from that time period have that very like strange filter on it. I love it. I love it too. It gives it such mm-hmm. a unique like, characteristic yeah. that mm-hmm. American films don't and have. It makes it feel really like 1999. Like it really, yeah. I don't know. It's cool. And like the sh- shooting out location in Tokyo is so cool too. Yeah. I always love Tokyo shots, man. It, Definitely. It, yeah, it's, it's it's like, oh man, and we'll get to more of like the beauty of the city of Tokyo later on. But uh, yeah, in this opening scene, I mean, a whole lot of setup, and you kind of have to rewatch it yeah. because you're so like, just like jaw open with what's going on mm-hmm. that it's hard to process everything. The, f- the first time I watched it, I thought it was just like, kind of an intro to the movie kind of just like setting the tone but like upon realizing that like this sets up the movie yeah, some some important shit yeah, yeah i watched it i think a total of three times i was like okay i gotta pay attention to what's going on here <laughs> but at the same time it's like all so rapid fire but it's cool oh yeah yeah and it's hard to tell where you're at yeah. and you know yeah all the characters and stuff you're like okay this is important this is important. there's people getting thrown out windows there's yep. people getting ramen noodles yeah, he was uh-huh. you off guard. people getting ramen shot out of their stomach you got the one guy getting stabbed after fucking a dude in the bathroom yep. <laughs> biggest line of cocaine you've ever seen crazy but it all had a meaning yep i started to catch up on it because i was like when i because I, like i read some description saying how it starts off with like a six minute montage or whatever this mm-hmm. and i was like that'd be cool if it was like at first i thought it was going to be like a different scene for every single thing just like different people in tokyo but then when i realized it was just like kind of almost telling a story every time yeah. i cut back to people i started catching on to it and i was like this is going to mean something. Yeah. Because why is my man still banging out them noodles? Like, he was eating noodles the whole time. Like, I was just like, this is... And everybody's doing all this crazy stuff. Girl jumped out the window. Like, she or got pushed out the window. I'm like, okay, what is about to happen? Was was that body CGI coming out of the window? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I loved it. It's so funny. Loved it. <laughs> Felt like like a, like a cut scene out of a N64. Yeah, straight <laughs> loved up. Loved it. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, what what this basically sets up is Ryu, uh, our uh, kind of our main guy here. Uh, his gang is going up against the Yakuza, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of they're, they're like a smaller gang in Japan. They're like trying to get their, or they're they're actually Chinese immigrants 
in Japan. Yep. And so they're trying to like uh, stake their claim in uh, the city of Tokyo, trying to do their thing against the huge like Yakuza. Uh, and also the triads are also involved here. So like Chinese mm-hmm. gangsters, yep. Japanese gangsters, and the small little gangs just taking people out and making yep. making power plays here. Yeah, it's literally just like the three main powers and how they're just kind of interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the other factor, which is the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And super and Mister Super Cop and his super buddy are also just going crazy. Like yeah, they're basically rogue cops. You know, doing the thing. Then, rogue cops. They're yeah. And exactly. knowing like some bit of history, I feel like this movie does benefit with knowing a bit of history in the Japan, Japan, like Chinese, uh, like relations and everything. But just knowing about how the Yakuza and the police worked kind of hand in hand around this time, mm-hmm. it, it does make a lot of sense here. Yeah. Well, you you see that right in the first montage of the uh, the guy, like the guy who does like the longest line of coke with those people. He like flashes his badge earlier mm-hmm. in the montage. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. So this guy's, you know, the corruption. Yeah. Oh yeah. For like Gotham City. But oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that that opening is an all time right there for sure. Yep. And uh, after this, the pacing does dive a little bit. I will say, uh, not not in a it has to not yeah. in a yeah. It's hard to keep up like that, but it, it's yeah. not it's not. I mean, you need to have some story here now. Mm-hmm. But we basically find out that the the cops are looking or like they're they are on the lookout for this shooting, all this craziness. They're basically like yeah. uh, trying to figure out what's what's going on, like why people are getting taken out like that. And Jojima, like our other main character, he's kind of like a cop who has a sick daughter who is taking money from the Yakuza to like help his sick daughter. Uh, he's corrupt, but also like you understand why he's doing the things he's doing. Mm-hmm. He basically uh, talks to the captain and like the captain says, yo, stop going after the Yakuza. It, it all seems very fishy here. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he, you already see the corruption. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right off the mm-hmm. bat. He tells him to cool it on it. He's like, you know. Then he talks about like what necessary evil, you know, he's like, some things are, you know, are meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's basically like, oh, if we go after Yakuza, it's going to make things worse in the city. Like it's going to cause yeah. like, you know, more gang warfare and stuff like that. So he's mm-hmm. like, we might as well like regulate it and keep them at bay. Mm-hmm. Yep. One thing about this is like the fence rooftops in Japan are so sick. I want like one of those so bad. Like where they, where they do their meetings at. Yeah. Yeah. And also, the police captain has like a sick flute collection, I guess, and that's just kind of his thing. Yeah, the, the chief. Yeah, dude. That's all he does. He just sits on the roof and makes flutes. <laughs> dude, it's such like this isn't even comic book shit. This is just so campy and goofy. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that's so so dope. Dope. He's just like doing some ancient shit, like just whip on my like ancient flutes. <laughs> yeah. And Jojima has so oh, much, God. so much swag. Right, yeah. swag level one trillion, bro. I love how high waisted his suit pants are. They're like hiked way the fuck up. <laughs> dog, they up to his nipples, yeah. dog. With the, with, the, with the duster. Well, first of all, it's not a jacket. It's a duster. It's like a jacket, only it's longer, thicker, and far more badass. I look like Lorenzo Lamas, and women find it irresistible. The, the duster and also the like sunglasses. Yeah, like, like a Japanese Terminator. He looks so badass. Mm-hmm. Little ass dude. <laughs> But uh, his little skinny ass dude. He uh, he kind of has to do things on his own terms now, I guess, because obviously the police aren't going to do anything to figure mm-hmm. out what's going on. So he goes to uh, his boy, his basically his like, like the guy he has that is 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 like a mole, right? Yeah, it's like his mole. It's like his you know ear to the street kind of guy. Yeah, so it's his guy that kind of like mm-hmm. tells him what's going on with the yakuza. 
uh, who is, uh, well, how can we say this? Uh, he has a very strange, uh, profession, uh, bestiality warning. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, his, he shoots dog pornos <laughs> and yeah. So yeah, you can tell it's a Mike movie because what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, he tells his, uh, yeah. he tells his, you know, code co-director to start jerking off the dog. Yeah, which I, I know this is happening on screen. Like, this is not like don't not watch this movie because because this is not actually happening. I will put that here. Yeah. Uh, this is all implied, <laughs> but it's still it's pretty disturbing. That's crazy. It is, but it's um, I mean, it's crazy. But now that I think about it, I'm like, dang. I mean, this is really how the the underground moves. They just be on some fuck shit like yeah. this. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah. And he's he's the plug. Like this, he's harmless dude. He probably busted him. He's like, damn, you out here just got you making money with girls just fucking dogs. <laughs> I guess I won't arrest you. I'm just gonna use you as a mole. Yeah. yeah. Since you know people who are in the black market, uh-huh. it's like okay, bet. Yeah. God damn. But it, there, it's kind of cold though, low key. <laughs> Dang, I just hate the dogs aspects. Like during the uh, scene, this pretty funny callback when uh, when the guy says he's bushed, and I just thought about a uh, picnic at Hang Rock. Yep, <laughs> bushed. I'm feeling bushed. Bushed. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to know what he's feeling bushed about. Mm-mm. Nah. But next we go to another freak, Aoki, the leader of Yakuza, and he's yep. like holding a meeting. This guy is an insane freak. Uh, yep. he's, oh, God, that dude's a monster. Uh, he's holding a meeting with the uh, the triads from Taiwan. Uh, and our boy Jojima shows up and uh, he's basically trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Like, And I obviously the uh, well, the. Yakuza and the triads right now are trying to uh, spark a deal. Yeah, I think it's it's um, I, the way I understood it was uh, the Yakuza and what they refer to as the mainland mafia. They're like doing business together. And there's a new deal with uh, Taiwan. That's like there is a new drug route coming into um, Japan. And so the the leader of the the mainland mafia, he's trying to like hook it up with. Uh, the yakuza but as we learn later on uh our boy ryu ryuichi he's trying to like intercept it and kind of claim it for his own and his gang it's kind of funny that all this is going on when ultimately at the end uh what happens that's the thing so yeah at one hand i was like is any of this stuff really relevant like do i really need to pay attention but like it's kind of the main story. But yeah, like, for, for, it, the, it, for the motivations of the characters, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but at the end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. In but the end. It starts with... Hey, but that's how movies go, though. Yep, yep, sometimes it go. does. <laughs> sometimes shit just goes... Yeah. Like, yep. damn. Yep. So uh, then also, Jojima gives them a warning to, like, mm-hmm. not fuck with the police, because the police have the, the power to end all this shit. Yep. Yeah, he so yeah he tries to get some information on just like the the sequence in the the first six minutes and they're like yeah. one of ours is killed you should guys you should be telling us what's going on he's yeah. like true true <laughs> mm-hmm. but then uh, after this Ryu and his gang come out broad daylight oh actually before this we get a really weird sequence it looks sick because it's like in that I don't it reminds me of Evangelion Kent I don't know if you remember 
like the uh, graves. Yeah, I was gonna ask you guys about that. Yeah, I don't understand. Like that shit was heavy. Ken, do you know anything about like the, how they do graves in Japan? Because it seems like it's just like in the middle of like a dried up lake. Yeah, like a beach or something. I think so. It reminds you of Evangelion when Shinji goes to visit his mother's grave. Yeah, but also this. This this shows the kind of strange Japanese humor that's kind of difficult sometimes to understand. It's very weird. I don't know the characters' interactions with each other. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this was kind of... I, no the graves thing. I don't really know a whole lot, but I know what y'all are talking about. Like I I know I definitely know. Like I think I do remember that in Ava. Yeah, I feel like it's been referenced before in some video game I've played too. But um. It it does the humor thing too though. It, yeah, I, I liked it. I like I caught on, but like this is because I definitely consume a lot of this media, yeah, like to anime. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, so like I'm like okay, yeah, them just being they're just having a crack. <laughs> it just it's just that's the thing is like some of Japanese dudes they just really are into sex, bro. Like it's oh. it's kind of disturbing, <laughs> yeah. Because even like the kids stuff is always got some like horny undertones. Like the, a, dude, the dude's just like humping like the air. Has... Yeah, they're like, they're like they're like huddling around the girl. The nosebleed. See the yeah, nosebleed. Yeah, yeah. That's what killed me. Is the nosebleed? That's in every single yeah, anime. Basically, means every single every anime has an old perverted character or a young perverted character. Heck, there's an arc in One Piece where the one character who's like kind of obsessed with well, really obsessed with women, Sanji, literally has a nosebleed that is so aggressive that like. It creates like an entire plot point. Like it's it's so stupid. Like it's so dumb. <laughs> People think like that was character death for his character. Like it was so. It was. It got a lot of backlash too. Why is why um, is nosebleeds equated to horniness? Is it just because it's like a physical way you can show it? Yes, that's all it is. It's the best way to show it, especially when it's a black and white. Yeah, I think manga where it's like in like the my original way I used to see it was in the original Naruto manga when I was a kid. It would be like his, the the he would turn into a naked girl, and his master would put like these nose plugs in, and then you would see the blood what like the? getting soaked up from it. And so that's when I was like, "Oh, what is Why that?" But then I understood what it was blood. Why not just have have like pop a boner or something? <laughs> <laughs> be- because it was for kids. And you couldn't have him do that, but you had to show that it was like blood rushing, so it went to, through his nose, so their nose bled. That's crazy. <laughs> and there was, yeah, so that's kind of where I think it comes from. And I'm kind of all piecing this together now that I'm an adult. Yeah. Thinking about this, because yeah. it should have been so strange so, to like, American yeah. audiences. Dra- I mean, blame Akira Toriyama, the creator of Dragon Ball, because he, he had Master Roshi, oh, and yeah. he was doing some Ro- like, Roshi super lecherous shit. Notoriously, like, her- Herbert the, the Pervert. In yeah. Fucking- yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> oh after that, God. every <laughs> yes, I can do that too. I do so. So, but after that, every single creator is just making just they have to have this signature pervy character, and it's usually like this really old man who's just really creepy. <laughs> or they'll and they'll even be sick characters like in Naruto. The creepy perv is Naruto's master Jiraiya, and he's literally one of the sickest characters in the show. But he's just literally he makes like soft he writes softcore porn like a book That's and crazy. it's like a popular book <laughs> around the world. Like he's an author who writes like Japan is porn novels. something sometimes. Yep. Bro, they're just so horny. That's what. That's why Japan pissed me they're off. They're so horny, but they're not fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And the young people aren't having sex apparently there, which is crazy. But yeah, Japan is 
is a weird country. It's a weird country. <laughs> yeah, the, hum- the humor is kind of difficult sometimes. That's uh, that's, that's uh, for American it audiences. Is. You can't catch on because American humor is so in your face, slapstick. Yeah. yeah. Um, because our roots of comedy is literally like. Three Stooges. Yeah. Like, there's is basically Horny's Three Stooges. Yeah. There's, yeah, I don't know. Maybe theirs is just like comic books where dudes have owners. The, the, the Three Splooges. The, no the Three Splooges. Yeah. Bro, because even in like Omanga, like Hunter Hunter, dude got bricked up because of the, the heat of battle had him so geeked. Damn. That's like a, that literally happens. And he's one of the coldest characters in the show, but he literally got bricked up fighting a kid. Double Man Crybaby, too. That reminds me of that. Mm. That show is lit, but at the same time, the sex undertones are crazy. And the overtones, like the actual like sex scenes are like violent. Like it's crazy. Craziness. Yeah. So yeah, Japan is Japan and sex. And I mean, this film speak, too, prime example. I mean, yeah. uh, there's a huge genre of Japanese movie called the Pinku films, and those are just like literally like like rape sex comedies. <laughs> Yeah, that junk is so nuts. And don't even get me started on the porn. Yeah. Don't get, mm. don't get me started on Japanese porn. That shit is so illegal. That shit is so fucking yeah, They got a dog. Yeah, yeah. They, going back to the dog. The dog guy's probably just a normal guy there. He's just chilling. <laughs> going back to the damn dog. Hey, if, he, you know, exactly. if he was drawing that, it would be totally normal. And sh- oh. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's oh, get back to man. the plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, God. That All right, dog. yeah, that weird sequence, yeah. but also it, it looks really cool. I love. The, yeah, yeah. So I guess we'll just sum up the right the robbery, right the robbery now. I think, right? Yeah, that such was a, cool a sick scene. Yeah. Okay. That scene was just capping so, some guy in fucking Tokyo in the broad daylight. Wink, wink. Yeah, it was nuts. But I think just smoke the cop. Do you want to go over like just like the back the backstory of like their friends and stuff? Oh like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk yeah, about like the brother, the brother and though. stuff. Yeah, Ken, do you yeah, want to take so, that? Yes. Yeah, so, well, Toji was the brother, right? Who comes home from college? In America, and he's just like. Yeah, from America, and he's just like, dang, my brother's a goon, and he's kind of tripping yeah. about it because as he should. But it was interesting because he was also telling him about like America and like the disparities, and also like mm-hmm. the differences and like the yeah. st- the stuff that he Dear, thought, you know, the stereotypes about he talking about the ghetto and Dear stuff. Do you remember and, like, the uh, scene where he was in the class for like he was like taking a Marxist theory class yeah. and all yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, the Marxist theory stuff was. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. This is ahead of its I mean, time. I, maybe Takashi Miki um, was just like, oh, I want to insert this into my movie because yeah that's what i'm interested in right now yeah he just like he was like let me let me make a statement real quick mm-hmm. what an interesting filmmaker man yeah because he's he's sick of because <laughs> like i don't know if we'll talk about it in sequence uh because i don't know how important of a scene it is but like even the um the cum shot bro oh yeah nuts. yeah yeah i forgot about that <laughs> nuts, bro that's what i'm saying i don't even know because we'll, i might i would have forgot about it you're nuts. Yeah, dog. honestly, that's just like, such a minor part of the film. But yeah, no other filmmaker would have that. Bro, in their film. Bro. Actually, no. Exactly. You know what's crazy though? I'm like, this nigga did it because he can't, because he is him. I mean, you, I mean, to be fair, Saltburn is a big ass movie in America now. But mm-hmm. I, I gotta see Saltburn. I haven't Salt seen Burn, it, but I, I heard it's on some. I, yeah, I heard it's some. It's what is it? come? Apparently, there's a scene with a bathtub. Oh, I haven't God. seen it yet, but. 
Funnily uh, enough, God. Lauren Re- that, Lauren, Lauren recommended that to her her like his, her dad and her, like his family. Oh God! Like, without knowing about the movie, she's like, "Oh yeah, Jacob or was Jacob Elder El whatever his name is Elordi El- Elordi and yeah, he's he's like he's in it. My oh. girls think he's hot. I was like recommend to his sister. I was like, oh no, don't do that. Oh no! Did you guys watch Poor Things? No, I have not. No, but yeah. I, I had the, I wanted to watch that one too. I want to watch more your ghost films before I get into it because I think he's a very interesting. That one had just a ton of had a ton of just sex in it. I went with my siblings, but none of us had any expectations. Yeah, have you seen a like, Yorgos you know. Lathamos movie before? No, that's not the one to start with. I honestly, oh really? Uh, like yeah, he's really out there, like, especially his earlier yeah. stuff. It was good. It was just like you know, it was just like wow. Like yeah. no one. <laughs> yeah, there's some weird movies that come out this year. Yeah, for real. Was afraid. Was that? Yeah, this year? Was, yeah. that was last. Or, that was last, last year. Last year. Dang, it's technically last like year. Like two movies that come out this year. <laughs> True. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, even like sex is back in film. I mean, the movie with I mean Oppenheimer. Yeah. Uh, Oppen bitches. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally. Damn. <laughs> uh, fucking uh, the, the movie with uh. Jennifer Lawrence too. Apparently, she's just running around naked in that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't see that one, but yeah. Like, it feels like everything was so negative about that for so long, and now it's just like back in American film. Like more common movies. More common movies. Yes. I mean, Midsummer, Do Do Hung Dong. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I say if if it's gonna be it, like equal opportunity. Let everyone. Let everyone hang dong. Let everyone everyone. hang dong or hang, hang. Hang whatever. Hang bro, whatever you got. Hillshire Farm. Go meet, bro. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Go meet. Where were we at with, uh, with Toji? Because oh, he's uh, talking about the Marxist theory, and then we talked about the cum shot thing. Yeah, so we're back to the, yeah, we're back to the no, robbery. I'm sorry. No, you're, no, no, you're good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's what we do best, going on tangents. Yep. I, I'm telling you, because this movie is a tangent. Yep. But at the same time, he's like, no, no, no. This is this is part of the plot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, we're focused here. Mm-hmm. We're just tripping. We're just tripping balls, but we're focused. Yeah, so, like, Ryu basically, like, got all their, their childhood friends together to start this gang. So it's, like, the girl. Yeah, the gang is cool. Yeah, they're cool. Mm-hmm. They're cool. Now, besides the they're one sick. guy that we will see very quickly here, after the robbery, he uh, is, like, decides to steal a bag of the money they stole. Uh, yeah, the disabled yeah, dude. I forgot yeah. his name, honestly. Uh, disabled guy with the... Uh, <laughs> Was it Choji? Or Choji? Yeah, disabled guy with the, the fedora, I'll say. Yeah. And the, and the hunchback, yeah, hunchback guy. Looking like the guy from 300. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a clown in the strip club, too. Oh, was he? That was him. That was him, yeah. What, wait, was he the one that was on the on the uh, wheel of WoW? No, that, no, that was... Uh, well, that, that's actually a good question, because I, I rewatched that scene. It ended up being Ryu. Man, there's so much shit that goes on in this movie. Yeah, I... That was a strange scene. <laughs> yeah, there's a strip club of like a spinning wheel where they throw knives at it, and also, yeah, there's the clowns too. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that's uh, besides the point. Yeah. Uh, just general weirdness of the movie. You can, uh, yeah. I mean, it it just goes to show there's so much stuff in this movie that we're not even gonna cover all of it in the podcast. Yeah. So go watch yeah. it yourself. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so after. So, so the one, the one guy, so the, the handicapped guy runs away. He like takes the money. He tries to run, run away back to like China with his mom. Yeah. His mom's like, bro, I don't want to leave. Yeah, no. And Ryu, you know, and his boys, you know, hunt him down. And, uh, 
they they they, they kill him. But Toji yeah. then learns about how. Uh, well, Rio Rio um, seems to be way more about it than the rest of the people in the gang, honestly. Yeah, for like, sure. Rio, they're, Rio, they're all kind of Rio, doing it for a fun time. Yeah, the other guys are kind of just like trying to in it for the money. Rio's like a yep. cold hearted motherfucker. So, yep. uh, oh. so yeah, the other guys are kind of like, uh, like, what should we do with this guy? And while they're debating, Rio just blasts him right in the head. Uh, yep. And Toji does not like that at all. No, he also learns that the way. Um, Ryu has been paying for his college was, you know, through crime and murder. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't like that either. He did not like that at all. I don't know why. I feel like he should have known that. He was a smart kid. I know, man. yeah. <laughs> Look, he's not that much like, older than him. Know, bro. You know? Like, your brother is a straight goon. Mm-hmm. Like, you knew <laughs> that he was born with a pair of black Air Force One. Yep. Like, he, was, he didn't just start acting like this when you, when you left college Mm-mm. for college a year ago. No. He had that pompadour on. From the from the job, was sick. Mm-hmm. That just reminded me of this um old, like eighties manga, um, Space Dandy. Well, Space Dandy's Space Dandy. That's a nice. That's a cool one. That pompadour is like aggressive. Yeah, that's like <laughs> um, Elvis on crack. What's the name of that manga with the um? I forget the name. It'll come back to me at some point. Something blues. I can't remember the name. Oh, Roken Danashi blues. Yeah, it was. Uh, and it's just like these, like, you know, young like street gang like dudes in these pompadours. It's and they're super cool. They're super cool. Before we get any further, where did you guys watch this at? I for, I, we forgot. We, we... It it was a hunt. Gotta be oh, honest. Yeah. Really? Uh, it was oh, a hunt. Man, I'm sorry. I, I could have like. Oh, I, I bought I, it. I, I bought it. I could have lended okay. you guys Arrow Video for the month. That's nah, all good. I, I, it uh, was worth it to buy it. I was like, this movie is is worth it. It needs. It has so much replay value. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. I I had to. Uh, it said like um, it was on Amazon Prime, so I went on Amazon Prime, and it was there was like five different listings of the movie, and then one of them was on like Amazon one of those. Sucks. Yeah, it was on because like, I didn't realize like it had yeah. one of those jank ass uh, other like subscription inside Amazon Prime. Yeah. And so, like, I like was like, all right, I'll yeah, start. I'll, yeah, I'll start a seven day free trial. You know, ended after the movie. Started the movie and realized because you know, like, there's the whole montage in the beginning. Like, I so I watched like the first ten minutes of the movie until I realized that um, all of the subtitles were cut off at the bottom of the screen. Oh my God. Amazon fucking sucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was yeah. like, okay, this is this isn't gonna fucking work. So I had to like, get out of that. And I ch- I tried like two other uh, versions of the movie until I finally landed on one. And like, so I had like three subscriptions I gotta cancel oh before my God. Uh, a week. <laughs> no. This this brings us to our not sponsored, but they should definitely sponsor our uh, podcast. Uh, JustWatch.com is a great place to go to you can yep. type in your title and it'll show you like the streaming services it's on so you don't have to dig around anymore. Yep. Uh, so you yeah, <laughs> Apple TV is fire you, too. Yeah, Buying that that, that helps out too. Uh yeah. but yeah, if you look up on Just Watch, it's on Arrow Video. Uh I have the Arrow Blu-ray of like the three films in the series. They're very loosely connected. But uh yeah, Arrow Video, uh their like streaming service has this on there for sure. Okay. Uh, it'll have a like, really good quality too but uh yeah i do recommend getting the blu-ray though because it has yeah, like, audio commentary and all the good shit that uh, i might cop that right now arrow, arrow okay. goes crazy and we can yeah we can further along the podcast we can talk about the other films in the franchise or the the series uh they're they're different i will say that but <laughs> if, if there's one thing about takashi mika he's different he's built different he films Definitely different. different. 
He thinks different. Bro, Mike literally did um, one of my favorite um, anime, um, JoJo. Wait, really? He directed the JoJo Part 4 movie. Did he? Mm -hmm. Diamond is Unbreakable? He's he's directing everything. Yeah, he did the live-action JoJo. I did not know that. I mean, I know he did... uh, He did... uh, What was it? He's done a lot of stuff. I love JoJo. (laughs) It's kind of crazy that Sion Sono got that Netflix deal and not Takashi Mike. Yeah. He's a 90s director. (laughs) That's probably what they said on some bullshit. (laughs) This thing's cold. Don't put my man in a box. He did an Ace Attorney film. Yeah, he's he does that. He does so, so much shit. Okay, he's he's directed Dang, over in twenty tens. He, he was getting with the IPs. He had that money. He directs like over a hundred films. Like he's directed over a hundred films. Zebra Man look crazy. Zebra Man, I want to see that. I've never seen that yet. Uh, yes, Visitor Q is probably the extent of his insanity. Uh, Gozu's pretty crazy too. Uh, oh, Visitor Q is the yeah the uh, yeah the necrophilia poop movie. Ooh. But yeah, we'll get back into uh, Dead or Alive here. Uh, yeah, sorry. About no, that, you're good. Man. You're good. Uh, yeah, I, so I, interesting film filmmaker for man. sure. I mean, going into that, uh, yeah. So so uh, they shoot the guy in. Uh, I'm just trying to find our bearings. Where are we at again? Uh, we're at. Um, uh, we're at the next scene, I think. So is this is this mm-hmm. when uh, Ryu goes down to like the boats? Not yet. We okay. before that, uh, we get that sequence of uh, Joji, Jojuma and uh, is it Inoue? That's a tough name. Inoue. Yeah. Yeah. So Inoue. Inoue. Okay. They start investigating mm-hmm. the robbery, um, which then leads them to learning about the drug route by uh, Ryu. Ryu. That's when they you get that scene of them going to the uh, the restaurant and fucking up that that giant spread that the chef cooks oh, up for him. Oh, no, that he's yep. with his kid too. Yeah. Uh, man, the revolving table goes so hard. Mm-hmm. So, this made me want to eat some Japanese food. Like, oh man, some like some katsu or like some. The food shots were kind of kind of nuts. The, ki- the kid wasn't fucking with it though. He's like, it's too salty. <laughs> Bro, he don't know. Yeah, he don't know any better. No, no. He That's what he literally was like, man. Try it. You gonna like that? That's also, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like, this is good. Also, at the same time, I notice from the crowd of people in Japan, they like shoot on on like they they film like on location in Tokyo, the streets of Tokyo. There's a guy rocking a fucking ninety like nineties Supreme tea walking around. I'm like, this dude probably has like a thousand dollar t shirt on right now. That's so sick. I mean, like old like streetwear is so cool. I mean, I still dig streetwear, but it, Yeah, the, but like I just love classic yeah, threads. The market was really mm-hmm. tainted around like twenty fifteen. Once like yep. Travis Scott, Scott started rocking in shit. Yep. It just got so lame. Yeah, and, I literally saw a 10-year-old wearing a bait hoodie, oh and I was like, Jesus Christ. Man, I got me some bait tonight. I got me some bait tonight. I got, I got. I've never liked Bape. I don't know. Bape has some cool stuff. Well, Bape has... Uh, Bape's historical history and, like, hip-hop and shit, so, like, I love it for that Bape's reason. And, like, the campiness, because, yeah. you know how... You know, I would say I like that campiness. The shark, shit, the shark like hoodie is kind of cool, corny, but I like the, the, the Bape with, like, the, the ape on it, like, yeah. the... Like, Evan, if yeah. you know, like the ones the closer rip they did, yeah, 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 and like the shit Pharrell was doing in like 2004, like, yeah, so like, I'm, I'm I like the Bapesters, you know, but it's yeah. just like classic, like BET MTV type shit that just takes me back to a during time. my Supreme. I, I used to buy some stuff, and their hoodies are really good quality, I will say, they're worth the price point, and that's I love it. I like thick threads, they're thick as hell, yeah, yeah. they're nice. That's just my personal. So. Yeah, no, they're they're nice hoodies. Like I will say, like, 
I, the price point is definitely worth the the money. I've, I've had like I got palace hoodies, and those ones are not as good quality as Supreme hoodies. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that just goes to show Japan is yeah. always ahead of the times with fashion. I couldn't tell exactly where this was, but I, it was so interesting to see like the red light district and like all oh, the yeah. like the busy corners, like just the bu- hustle bustle of Japan is just so crazy. Because you, you so see, tight. you see like the different like you have like the punks, you got like the the. Yeah, got, it's like high school. Yeah, you got like the the uh the salary men walking around. Uh, you got all kinds of people. You got like the, the mm-hmm. shady like drug dealers and stuff. It's, it's, I mean, Japan's a relatively safe city for sure. But I mean, or Japan, Tokyo is a relatively safe city. I will say, mm-hmm. but yeah, so interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. And that's why Tokyo, of course. So he was like, "Yeah, Tokyo, interesting. So let's make the underground real interesting sure. mm-hmm. and, and sinister." But uh, yeah, after this, we get another. Uh, so. Now we have Jojima and his partner. They're really investigating. They 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 have the leads on Ryuji, and this is when they start like going to their like old towns and stuff like that. In the meanwhile, mm-hmm. Ryo is uh trying to get trying to expand his empire. So he's uh meeting with these guys uh that are like they're they're trying to take down uh the the Aoki Yakuza gang, and uh, Ryu kind of pr- like proves to these guys that he's hard. By playing Russian roulette, and it's kind of, honestly one of the coolest scenes in cinema history. I will say, it was pretty sick. Bro, that scene was nasty. That scene was super. It's, dope. it's hard to describe in like a podcast. I feel like visually, you need to see it. But basically, he just like shows up on all these guys, and like he like clicks the gun three times, like for Russian roulette, and just does is not phased at all. Yep, it's cold. So sick. I was like, oh, shit. What a badass. <laughs> and after this, uh, so Jojima and Inoue go back to Rio's yep. hometown, and they find out that he's definitely the guy they need mm-hmm. for the uh, what's been going on. Uh, it's been causing issues. And so they go back to Tokyo, and they bring him in for questioning. Yep. They just kind of question him, you know, they, while, while going around, they, they learn more about him, his story, you know, they, they interviewed, like, the locals, and they bring him in and just ask him, you know, what's going down. And he doesn't really tell him anything, but they just warn him that the, uh, the Yakuza are definitely going to be after him for what, yeah. what he's done so far. Yeah. So they're basically like, you better shape up so you don't get fucking got by the Yakuza. Yep. And Ryu is not face at all. No. He's like, can but, I leave now? No. Then he makes a very bad mistake and sends his girl, uh, one of his friends, uh, who's also a stripper, to mm-hmm. uh, spy on the Yakuza leader. Yep. So Ao- Aoki is the guy, and this is quite yeah, the scene. She uh she strips at this one club that it's almost like it seems like the kind of run, but like you know it's not really clear. But Aoki spends a lot of his time there, and so he's like keep a close eye on him. So she starts like you know spending time with him, and then he quickly recognizes her from like the very first scene. Um, yeah, you really it's a blink and you yeah. miss it moment. Yeah, it's and uh, nasty. so he can, yeah, so he kidnaps her, and then here's your here's your trigger warning. Um, yeah, he like major. fills her up with her- heroin. He, they like gang rape her, and then gives her like a ton of edemas, and so she's like sitting in this pool of her own like shit. Yeah, comically big pool. Yeah. 
And then he just puts his foot on her and drowns her in the Little shit. Little ladle. Yeah, it's no, crazy. No, the dude is smelling it and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's he like ladles it and sniffs, sniffs it. And, yeah, that was so weird. Yeah, he expels it on her face. Like, Bleh. It's really disgusting. Yep. It, it might crazy. be one of the, yeah. They, my stomach's in knots just talking yeah. about it right now. They they didn't have to add like chunks of floating poop either. Oh cool. yeah, he, no, he did. It's so nasty, and he's like just has it on his face and stuff. It's like yeah, it's splash. And he like smells it. And he's like it still smells. Why I've done it so many times and still like I've given her a million enemas and she still smells. Like what? The like brushy brushy. She's sitting in it. No shit, it's gonna stink. Yeah, it's like, what do you expect? This dude's insane. Yeah, yeah. He has the shit ladle. Up. The shit ladle. It was, the shit ladle is crazy. It was like extra long too. <laughs> oh man, big ass ladle. And this honestly, uh, I thought this was gonna set up another Mike movie as another ladle moment. That's crazy. But uh, we'll, we'll save that to the, when we watch that one. Mike and his ladles. Loves uh, a ladle. But yeah, uh, so yeah, Ryu definitely made the mistake of sending her to watch the Yakuza because that's a terrible way to go. Yeah. So for, if if you're if you're counting at home. Or on your in your car, wherever you're listening, he only has two friends left and his brother. Yep, yep. He has his two. They're kind of like almost twins, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one has like a stutter, and the other yeah. guy wears like cool goggles. The goggles are badass. Yeah. The Oakley yeah. goggles. Come on. Oh now. my god. Yeah. Oakley goggles are coming back. Or Oakley in general is coming back. Yeah. It's because they finally just dropped the whole like, you Dad know, pander shit. to. Yeah, dad shit, cops, and, you know, fucking yeah, rednecks. They're going back to their, their uh, techwear roots with the, oh, yep. the brain dead, like, Oakley's. Oh, yeah. So cool. So sick. Running but back. Yeah. Uh, so, back, if you, if you have, for, if, from the beginning of the episode, we mentioned that Jojima, Jojima's daughter is sick, and he's basically, like, borrowing money from Yakuza to help her out. But uh, she's getting worse, and they need twenty million yet twenty million yen stat, and he's just like, "I'll figure mm-hmm. something out." Yeah. So what he figures out is he uh, he starts. It's kind of kind of smart in his end. He starts busting up all of Aoki's you know criminal endeavors, like he's going after like you know prostitution and gambling and stuff. And then so he finally gets yeah, he, yeah. he finally gets Aoki to notice, and he's like, "Yo, can you stop that?" And he's like, <laughs> "Well, I actually need to. I actually need to bargain, you know." So he asks for twenty million yen, and he uh gives it to him yeah he said i'm not gonna threaten you i want to I mean, talk he's yeah. dealing with these guys that are taking out his game or like going against his game so he's kind of preoccupied to be dealing with the police too so he yeah. has money to spare yeah. for sure mm-hmm. yeah and then, million uh, yen is nothing to aoki's gang no yeah so you get that scene of uh uh ryuchi and uh toji at the college and you know they have a nice little like what Ryu says, like, what? He says, like, um... It isn't, it isn't exactly nice. Not really, but he, it kind of does, like, a whole, like, you know... Sets up. Go, you know, stuff. it's not... it's Yeah, so it's, like, it's not for you. Good luck with everything. Yeah, like... So it's kind of, like, backhanded. Ryu's, like, oh, like, uh... You don't have to be involved in any of this. Like, you can, like, further pursue your career. Like, I did this for you. Yeah, it's kind of backhanded, though. So, like, Toji's, like, you know... He screams at him when he's leaving. He's, like, why'd yeah. you come here, you know? Yeah. I mean, if I saw my brother shoot someone that was our friend in broad daylight, or yeah, at no, like you know, like just not broad daylight, but like just out of nowhere for like some petty shit, even though it was bad, but should have been shot over it. Mm-hmm. They could have just talked it out. Yep. Like I said, he he was living in America. Yeah, he didn't even spend it. Like he didn't even spend the money either. At, like the guy, he didn't like he was going to, but he didn't do it at that point. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. 
yeah. Uh, so after this, uh, uh, Ryu, uh, after finding out about what happened to his girl that he sent over, uh, is pretty furious. And so him and his gang, they basically make a deal with these guys that he they make the deal with the triads or they just make the deal with some other guys i think it's the other guys in the boat right the boat guys uh ryu ryu did but a a or a hokey and uh the triad they made the merger so like um, yeah but i'm talking about didn't ryu get a bunch of guns from the guys on the boat yeah so like what they said was like um the guy in the boat said um we're doing this deal with the uh the mainland mafia um but if you get to it first you know it's yours kind of yeah, deal. And I think yeah. it's kind of, kind of like the, the nod to, Hey, take them out kind of deal. And so that's when they give him, give him a ton of guns and him and the Such boys go, cool into the, go into the merger dinner. Yeah. All the guys are celebrating. They got a big bird mascot. They got a sword. Yeah. Yep, got a sword. Do, yeah. That sword, that saber, like it was crazy. He was so sick. And he just goes in him and his boys shoot the place up. Blast it. So sick. Yeah, they just busted through that joint, just popped it, popped it open. Yep. club straight up, just no thoughts, just it's a shooting. Crazy, just crazy scene, amazing scene, honestly, so mm-hmm. sick, so sick. That was nuts. Uh, yeah, just bang, bang. blasting everybody. But uh, some important shit happens. I mean, basically the whole gangs are wiped out here. Yep. Uh, Aoki is, survives at the end, and uh, also yep. at the same time, in UA, uh, Jojima's like little deputy guy. He was like basically there because yep. he had a tip from someone that some shit was about to go down. But they didn't mm-hmm. get the tip from the, the porn guys, I think, right? I think so. Yeah. Did you notice though that um the uh his captain that was telling him to lay to lay off arresting a bunch of the, the gang um guys in the beginning was there for the dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was I, like, damn, this guy is this guy is dirty. <laughs> he he is just he's into the flutes. That's all he needs. He needs his flute money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, basically was in the wrong place, wrong time. He he knew shit shit was going down, but he didn't think it was going to go down like that. He got black or he gets he gets well before this happens. Uh, Ryu is cornered by some guys, and he's about to get shot. And uh, Toji comes surprisingly and blasts the guy that's going to shoot Ryu. And yeah, Ryu's kind of upset because he didn't want Toji to go down this way. And right after this, Inoue comes in, knocks on the door, uh, basically like panics and starts shooting, and he gets lit up by the whole gang. Yep. And uh, at the same time, he go he goes down, gets killed. He blasts as he falls and shoots Toji, and Toji's dead too. Mm-hmm. So massacre, red wedding style here. Yeah. Yep. Basically, our our movie is cut down from like twenty characters to like five. At this point, literally, and then uh, Jojima uh, arrives to find Inoue dead, and then um, uh, Aoki wakes up in like the pilot bodies because you know he's not dead, and then uh, he's like he's all pumped because like by default he runs the whole shit now. Yeah, I mean, and, who's uh, he have to run at all though? He's got nobody. Yeah, yeah literally, <laughs> the, the whole the yeah, he's been, all he's been healing dead. himself. Yeah, and then uh, he, everybody was gone. He tells but... Jojima that. Um, he doesn't owe him anything. He's like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, you don't owe me for the 20 million yen, but, but Joe so mad at this point. Yeah. Jojima's kind of raging at this point. Just blast him. He has his deputy just died. Yep. His deputy is kind of a piece of shit though. Yeah. He's like, kinda. deputy's like, just like, like hooking up with strippers and stuff and all like, he's kind of shady. Yep. Yeah. He was an idiot. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, uh, so uh, Ryuchi and the other two guys, like the two guys in the gang, they they bury Toji next to the mom's grave, and uh, basically he's he gets his shit running though. He gets the drug reel going. Yep. He's he's the kingpin in the in the town in Tokyo, the town. I mean the city. Uh yeah, uh That's crazy. Running it. Man. Uh took everybody out in one go. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to do it. But at this everything must at go. the same time, Jojima, uh he's 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 cracking down on the, the gang activity. He uh intercepts the drug delivery barge that uh Ryuchi and his uh friends were that was like the banana barge, right? Yeah, the banana barge. <laughs> Dudes are throwing up on it. <laughs> yeah, if you could, yeah, not not quite the best. They're not sending their best. No, but uh, yeah. Well, the banana barge actually had drugs on it, so he'd bust that yep. shit. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's uh, Ryu. Uh, after Toji died, uh, he kind of gets revenge on the police. He's trying to kill Jojima, but uh. Actually, Ryu, or at the same time, Ryuchi's wife and daughter, uh, they go down to the car that they, he like, sabotages to uh, kill Jojima. And uh, as Jojima's watching them leave, the car explodes and they die. So everyone's losing everybody. Yeah, it was such a nice heartfelt moment before like that happened. A, he was like, like snap of a finger, boom. Yeah, like it, it like cut the music off that was playing behind it and the car just explodes. <laughs> God, bro. <laughs> I literally just, I was silent until the movie ended after that. Yeah, like, it's wow. really sets up silent. the final act right Even there. the last scene, silent. And right before the last scene, it's really cool when they like say, well, this is the final scene. Bro, I was like, this movie's self-aware too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. And I didn't even check my timeline on the movie because I was like, I already know this is the last scene. I know <laughs> you <laughs> see the guy in like, the field. But right before this, uh, they he gets his wife's and daughter's ashes and also... Is it like a Japanese thing for the ashes to be red? Or is that just a symbolism? I'm not sure. That's the red ashes threw me off too because I was like, is this just some Takashi Miike shit? Because if it is, I love it. Yeah, I wasn't sure where that came from, mm-hmm. but it's interesting. Uh, but uh, yeah, Jojima, uh, this is when they, they face off. They, they're in a field, kind of like an industrial area. And uh, it's, the, it's the showdown Jojima versus Ryuchi. Rike Takushi versus yep. Sho Akikako Aikawa. The actors. More like, more like Goku versus Vegeta. Straight that up. Shit was nuts, 100%. It was crazy. They're about to go Super Saiyan for real. Straight up Super Saiyan type shit. But yeah, they do. They, their fate, their stand down, Western stand down style. Uh, in cars. In cars too, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they play chicken with each other, but uh, Ryuchi's not driving his car, and his friend. Is uh, too much of a chicken. Literally flips the car over, and uh, they crash. And do you guys want to uh, take over the rest of this battle scene? Sure. Um, when they they crawl out of the wreck, and then uh, Dojima uh, floors it toward them again to to run them over. But one of the guys takes two grenades, throws one at him, and then jumps through the windshield, holding the other one, and the whole car explodes. <laughs> it was so badass. <laughs> It went so high up in the yeah, so one, high. The, the, the one car. thing is, why would you throw a grenade at a moving car? Like it's not going to do. It's gonna just like the car's gonna pass it. It's gonna blow up behind it. Yeah, yeah. Your timing has to be like perfect for that to work. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, they, that was crazy. He just loved grenades. Blows them both up. Like uh, his friend goes to like check out on the scene. Like he's like, oh, like I don't know what he was thinking. His friend's definitely dead. He finds his friend's hand in the field. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, he gets shot from nowhere. Uh, he's dead. Uh, and we see. Jojima just crawling out of the car with an arm ripped off. No, he rips his own arm oh, off. Oh, yeah, he rips his own arm off. His arm is like hanging. It's dangling. Yeah, it's dangling. <laughs> yeah, he's got a knife crazy. in his stomach somehow. Just a flesh wound. That joke was so lit, bro. <laughs> he was like, fuck, I don't need he's, that shit. He's also got a knife in his stomach somehow. Knife in his stomach. He killed a man. Yeah. Laid down. Comes out. Yeah. Arm dangling. Pulls the knife out his chest. And it's just like, it's time to go to work. Who wants me? Job's yeah. not finished. Mm-hmm. Ken, you want to take the, the final, the final. It's uh, crazy. Well, let me make sure I got the, t- yeah, the, the timeline right. Then my man, so he looks at him and Ryu, Ryu just like, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. He pulls out the blicky and then Jojima just looks at him and then pulls out, a, pulls out an RPG out of his back. <laughs> After he rips his arm off, I, I no, think they, they shoot each they, other a little bit. First. They shoot each other first, and it looks like they're both gonna yeah, like collapse, and, do, and they, they both they, like somehow they, stop. Like, they do like an, an anime move where they like start falling down, but then they like, do like the superhero pose. Yeah, oh, they shot each other up. Yeah, so they shot each other up. Yes, then they fall down, and it's like, no, nah, I'm not faltering, right? Yeah, they're because first person to fall means they mm-hmm. lose. He's like, I'm gonna watch you fall, but they both their pride would not let them fall. Nope. Mm-hmm. That was so and then, so so. As sweet. Jojima's like leaning back, trying to like get his balance, he pulls Boom. out there pulls out the rocket launcher that somehow so, he had. Yeah, somehow is the noob tube stashed in his coat. <laughs> he pulled out a hammer space, like cartoon shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he got his inventory. Mm-hmm. And then dude pulled out like a straight up like kamehameha, yeah, just straight anime. literally energy ball, <laughs> An- anime shit. Uh, what happens after this? I mean, you, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> the entirety of Japan explodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, they basically the, <laughs> the explosions hit each other in midair, and just the the world explodes. The end. That's that, literally the end. <laughs> that are that are alive. Peak cinema. Amazing. Yep. Incredible movie. Top tier. I mean, that was yeah. That movie was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, it, it was a hell of a lot of fun. Hell of an insane time. Takashi Miike always delivers like that. Yes. Uh, you know you're not going to get mm-hmm. something you've seen, He's seen before with him. He's wild, and I love it. I just, he has a vision, and he's got to see it through. He, he just has to see it through. Yeah. Uh, comparing this to uh, Ichi the Killer, what do you guys think? Like Honestly, like, same cinematic universe. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> being Sandy universe. <laughs> Just this is the real Japan to him. This is Japan in his mind. Yeah, that's how he sees the world. This is yeah, this is his vision on the world. That's the that's the interesting thing about creatives. And the Japanese dudes, they're just so harsh. It I seem like 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 some of the manga, especially the modern stuff, it's really just like these worlds are so effed yeah. up and these and it'll just be the perspective of a high school kid or somebody young trying to just figure it out. Yeah, I mean so I, I definitely like that type of stuff. As Westerners, we like to, uh, like... Be the hero. I'm, I'm more of, like, with Japan, we kind of, like, look at it in a way of, like, oh, we'd love to, like... Like, a lot of times, we're like, oh, like, that'd be so sick to live there. But, like, 
as a Japanese person, I feel like a lot of people have a lot of pressure and they feel a lot of pressure in yeah. society. And a lot of, their perspective on it is so interesting, right? And this is like they, they they feel like they need this escape, like you know, like they need they yeah yeah that escapism is so real. You can just you can just tell yeah. And even this movie, I feel like there's a lot of, to be said about like Chinese minorities here and stuff like that living in Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there's definitely some social commentary. Yeah. I mean, sure. even with the the Toji character and everything. I mean, there's so much shit going on throughout it. It's hard. It's very mixed in there, but it is rewarding to mm-hmm. multiple viewings because you get some of these things that you don't usually pick up on first watch. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I honestly, I think I like this one a little bit more than Ichi the Killer. It's more of a movie, movie. You know, like there's definitely more of a plot and more of like a yeah. I don't know easier to follow story than Ichi the Killer. Yeah. I mean, I, I love yeah. Ichi the Killer. Ichi the Killer's but... definitely got more shock factor. Yeah. And Ichi the Killer's sweet. Oh, yeah. I just think this movie's just more fun. Like you, you said. You can throw it on a little bit easier, I think. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think it's, and... a, it's a little more, you know, easier to, like, if, if you're going to pick one to watch, I'd probably pick this one to watch first. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think because it's easier, a little easier to follow than yeah, that's Ichi true. the Killer. It's not as shock factor, but I yeah. like Ichi the Killer a little bit better, though. That's, that's my personal opinion. Really? Okay. Ichi the Killer is so cool. It was, it was badass, but this was sick, though. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, the opening scene is just so out of, like, it's, it's, no American director could do something like that. And then with the no, final, it's, like, it's, it the, sets the, the tone well. The audacity for the ending to end like that, but it still feels so sick. Like, he basically is, is it a big fuck like you, an ending, but it's also. It, am I fucked up for saying that? Like it <laughs> felt like a perfect yeah. ending. No, it, it 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 caps it off well. I mean, how where else could you go from there? I'm like, I'm good. That's it. I love you guys. <laughs> Curtains. Good night. Yep. And like throughout the movie, I'm just like looking at like the food and like just, uh, man, I, like it's like shout the out to Rice. They was they was smashing. Shout out shit, to man. Rice. God. Shout out to Rice Cookers for real. And also the fashion in this movie is so cool too. So sick. I mean, 2024. I think this is a great movie to start off on. For sure. Yeah, you picked a good one, man. You picked a good one to start. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you guys could trust me here. Uh, I knew I knew Kent was gonna be into this. I, I know the oh, anime yeah. shit for sure. Yep, definitely. It's crazy too, and I like that craziness, man. It's so fitting. And we'll we'll keep we'll keep exploring Takashi Miki as time goes on, and I mean more Japanese cinema for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't, I want to like check out some. Have you guys watched some Akira Kurosawa sometime here? Uh, for some of that classic yeah, it's shit. About time. For- Mm-hmm. But uh, man, I mean, dead or alive, amazing. Yeah, definitely must watch if you just want to just watch something just kind of cool yeah. and nuts and just different. The editing definitely. is sick. The the cinematography yeah. is like for yeah. something shot on video. It looks amazing. Like I was like this man directed like twenty movies in a three year span. So like the amount of level he care of care he puts into this is astonishing. Because most directors that have that amount of work would probably not give a fuck. Like he has a he has a very like unique mind, and there's not many uh, especially in the modern time, many uh, filmmakers that do the stuff he's doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. visionary. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. This is the Fistful of Popcorn podcast. Word to uh, word to Japan. Peace in the Middle East. Love y'all much. Free Palestine. Stay beautiful out there. Perfect. Free Palestine. F- f- save the you know freedom babies. Um. 
speak up for for what's right because you don't ever be on the wrong side of history. There you go. This is uh, our start to 2024. We picked a banger, but... Uh, yeah, I hope y'all had a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Correct. And rest in peace to my Uncle Eric. Rest in peace, Uncle Eric. Rest in peace. We miss you, man. We love you, rest bro. Rest in peace, Uncle Eric. For real. 2024, we're here. There you go. Yeah, this is uh, Trevor, the... the I'm the dog something. I don't even remember what it was at this point. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm here with my co-hosts. Uh, Evan. It's Kent. And Kent. Uh, yeah. they, they've, they've retired from their career as uh yeah their, their past career that we mentioned earlier in the in the, in the podcast so yeah, i don't want to i don't want no, no to more I that career i don't want anyone to clip that and uh <laughs> cancel you guys or get you guys fired from jobs so uh yeah sure um, absolutely not peter peter's gonna just like you guys can make my life a you, you guys can fill in the blanks what, what they were doing i mean they, they were just i mean it was gig work you know you can't can't blame them for it uh yeah contract freelance work is work work, work is work, work. <laughs> Uh, he's he's doing the Nuremberg <laughs> defense here, uh, but yeah, this was Dead or Alive. Uh, next podcast, we'll be back with some some more insanity, maybe in a different way. But uh, yeah, sayonara. Bye. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Fistful of Popcorn podcast. For more fistfuls of fun, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find these links in the episode's description. Tune in next time for more movie reviews and a couple of talking dudes. Dudes.